Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now we're going to go to Dan in Arizona. Hey, Dan, what's up? Hey, great. Hey, Mark, uh, FT. Uh, this is Dan, NorCal Sports Network. Uh, been on uh, talk with you guys on, on your show, and you guys have been on with Larry and I, and uh, I just got some stuff to say. Get off my chest. Let's do it. That's because, why we're. That's why we're here, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just say this. I loved FP's story about uh, Sabes and how he wanted them and and what they did to get them. And I'll tell you, I've been saying this on my show. I think the Giants should have called Yamamoto after he's had over a month, met with teams the second time, got him in the room the second time, and said, "Look." We've been led around. We want you badly, but we're going to make you an offer uh, that is above and beyond anybody, and you you have this uh, moment to accept it or not. And if you don't, that's fine. We're, we're, we respect that, but we're not going to be led around and wait. We've got plans. We're offering you $50 million more, whatever is being offered. And if you want it, great. If not, we're not going to be used. Our offer is not going to be used to be, you know, taken to the Yankees or the Mets or the Dodgers. And I, I just say that's how you, you negotiate. I mean, I've been in sales for 34 years, and I do think Farhan plays a factor in this. I really do. And it's not his fault. He's not a salesperson. He's not a Brian Sabian. He's not a Ned Coletti. He doesn't have that type A, you know, close the deal. And it's not his fault. It's just his personality. I just think the Giants – have the wrong guy in the and if I'm sound like I'm out of breath I'm walking my dog right now so <laughs> um, the I just think salesmanship matters I think confidence matters I think saying you know what this is the San Francisco Giants this is the most winningest franchise in all of Major League Baseball in the history of, of baseball when it comes to uh, regular season wins we've got three World Series in the last 10 years. You want to go to L.A.? Their last World Series was 1988. We get it done here. You, you know, and, and I would sell the hell out of the city. The city's a great place. Yeah, it's got its problems, but take them around the city in certain nice parts. I don't know, Dan. Dan, I think they're doing all that stuff. I, I, I really do. Like, I, I don't think that, that, that all of that, and Dan, thanks. Um, That's not lost on the Giants. They're not cruising around like, geez, it never occurred to us that we should show them the city. Um, The good parts. 
Right. It, or it never occurred to us that we should tell them that we've won recently. Don't take them by the hot dog stands. Because <laughs> those are just like grease pits on the Embarcadero. Like, if you take a free agent by the hot dog stands, that's Street worse meat? than the zombies at, at midnight. I don't know, bro. Have you that's... ever had a Dodger dog? You used to play for them. Have you had one? Yeah, they have them in the press box when you're a broadcaster. Yeah. So when you're just dying of hunger after the game. They're free after they're, the seventh they're inning. They're free. You just burp Dude, them up used all to night. Down there. You I know. burp them up all they're night. Brutal. They're, they're brutal. They're terrible. But they're great when, you, when you're starving. Well, sure. Anything's great when you're starving. <laughs> Two in the morning hammered. <laughs> I'll take a Dodger dog all day. Oh, my God. And then God. burp it up for three days. So overrated. This, see, it looks anyway. like Yamamoto is going to be a Yankee here. John Heyman just tweeted, for whatever that's worth, um, they've made a significant bid on Yamamoto. Apparently, but Morosi said he's going back to New York as we speak. But Morosi also said that Shohei was going to Toronto, so I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I feel like when you get the it's about to happen tweet that's sort of leading us in one direction, that means it's not that team. Shohei's going to Toronto. Arson Judge to the Giants. Like, when it gets to the last minute, there's a there's a head fake. So it oh, looks like he's going to New York. Great. That means he's going to be a Dodger tomorrow morning. Do you, is there a, is there any other team that in the Bay Area where we even think about this with free agents? Like the Warriors? Well, it's just no. never – it's not – I guess baseball's just different. It is. I mean, even the, the 49ers right now, we're, oh, we get every free agent. What free agent? Charvarius Ward? Yeah. They traded for all these guys or drafted them. They traded for Christian McCaffrey. Best trade ever. They traded for Chase Young. They, who have they signed as a free agent that was like, kaboom? Sam Darnold. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> thanks, Lucas. Lucas is Sam Darnold. Shavarius Ward. That's their big signing. Football's a little different, though. So the, yeah, absolutely. You don't have the hot stove in football. What if I said this? This will really get everybody going. Go. Do it. Well, okay. The Giants always go to the big free agent party. Let's define that as $100 million or north. Okay. Is there a velvet rope out there, and do you need an invitation? Well, is there a bouncer? Two. It's a big party. I it's heard. a big party. It's a big shindig. You go to the party with a hundred million dollars or more. Wow. How many people have they offered that to in the last three years? One, two, three, Har- four. Harper, Harper Judge. Five. Harper Judge, Correa, uh, Yamamoto, Otani, Jung Hoo Lee. Am I missing anyone? But they were in on Juan Soto, which would have been $500 million. Right, but not yet. That was a trade. Yeah. They wouldn't have had to give it to him Right, yet. it was a the trade. Padres got him, and they didn't give it to him. They trade him again. Yeah. So is it seven? Am I missing anyone? I'm going to go with your knowledge here, because right. I was not here until a year and a half ago. So I, I'm trusting you more than this, than okay. me. Okay. Am I out of line to say they've gotten two out of the seven to say yes? No. It's actually a pretty good percentage, wouldn't you argue? Yeah, but the fans are screaming like, though. I know. I know. That doesn't, it, it's not okay. And that's not an excuse. What I'm trying to break down here is not, oh, they're doing a good job. What I'm trying to break down, I said this a week and a half ago. This is the statement that gets me. If you want to say, Farhan stinks, can't close, I'm listening. I'm listening. But if you do the, no one would come here. That's the one that gets me. Yes, they would and have. Like, don't dismiss the dough or the city or the their nerds with with spreadsheets. Like, mm, they haven't done it, and that's not okay. They're gonna have to 
have a contract on the table that everybody goes, what the hell are you thinking? That's way too much for that guy. And then that's some, that's some how people, it some starts. Some people might think that about Jung Hoo Lee. Yeah, maybe. But I'm talking about like crazy money for somebody that doesn't deserve that much. And just like, well, that's the first piece. And I want to go there and play with that guy. I would have done that for this guy. I, maybe they did. Well, then that, that's where it hurts, though. Well, dude, now, right? you, now you have a concern. Yeah. If the Yankees and Dodgers offered three hundred million, and the Giants offered four hundred million, and he still didn't come, now we got a problem. Now we got a problem. Don't you think? Yep. Yep. And maybe that did happen. That's why you got to draft and develop, and your minor league system has to be strong. That's how you're good for a number of years. If you just start going to the fishing, the free agent market, next thing you know, it's like, what's our identity? Because we got this guy that can't run, we got this guy that can run, this guy throws 88, this guy throws 98. I don't even know what we are anymore. We're just a hodgepodge of pieces to the puzzle. Of people. Yeah. Of people. But if you get them young and you develop them, and now they know what your brand of baseball is, which I think they all have to get into a big room this year and decide what their brand of baseball is after the last couple of years. And then once you get that and you, you groom your minor leaguers to play that brand, then you get a Robbie Thompson and a Matt Williams and a Will Clark and a Brian Wilson and a Tim Lincecum and a Matt Cain. Because you draft and develop, and now you're good for a long time. Not just like dipping your toe into the free agent market, spending money all willy-nilly on guys that have a bad ankle and can't pass a physical, that hit into more double plays than any person in the American League. Like That's what Correa did, and Arson Judge was, wasn't even healthy all year last year. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the other thing. These deals usually don't work. I, th- that's why it, I don't. Use- I don't get all. I don't. It's starting to wear on me a little bit. Not that anybody cares what I think personally, but it, it, I don't get all riled up about this because sometimes I just. I'm not a free agent guy. I'm a draft and develop and be good for a long time because your minor league system is strong and your minor league coaches are teaching them how to play winning baseball, how to win, how to get a ring, how to have a parade, what it takes to win, what we do to win. The game is changing now. It's it's speed and athleticism now with the bases closer and running down fly balls like the Diamondbacks did last year and range on the infield and pitching the hell out of it and catching the hell out of it because you got to throw guys out there stealing. That's the game. And so now you draft guys like that, you develop them like that. By the time they get here, they're 24 years old and they're good for six years till they're 30, and then let them go play somewhere else or sign them forever. That's how you're good. Not going out and getting these guys that want all this money. And yeah, it's sexy. And we don't. If Shoei was there, like the people would move back to the city because they want to walk to the ballpark. People would come to work in the office because they'd want to walk to the ballpark after the game, and would have had a, a boost to the city and the economy. It would have had that effect, but. Guess what else does? Would they have won winning. the division? Yeah. Winning does. I don't know. I mean, winning Sh- does. Shohei Otani has a uh, zero for zero average in the playoffs so far in his career. So, I mean, yeah, it's a point well taken, but it doesn't help. It's frustrating. It, well, it doesn't help April. Draft and develop, the Giants don't have any more time to pitch to their fans. We're on our way. This, yeah. this needs to be an arrival. They didn't hire Bob Melvin to to develop and rebuild. Right. I mean, they didn't hire that guy as a manager. To they hired him to win. Now they just got to give him some stuff. They're in a tough spot. They got yeah. They're in a tough spot. Um, eight 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 nine five seven nine five seventy. FP is in for dibs today. We're having a good time. Nick in Nevada. Hey, Nick. What's up? Hey guys. Hey. FP, welcome to the the good side. Uh, love, love your take. Um, I, I have a, a philosophy. I, I'm not necessarily a Giants fan, but I've been watching it from from afar. Uh, I, I think it's an organizational problem that Farhan's created. I think 2021 20, winning with a hodgepodge lineup uh, 
was great in the, you know, in the immediate, you know, getting fans there, getting playoffs and all that kind of stuff. But you saw that team wasn't something that you could replicate that. People were hitting outside of their normative averages and expectations. And so I, I think that it, it kind of gave us the, the false hope that you could kind of flat dash whatever team you want. And it also sent us out to some of these free agents that, you know what, yeah, I come over to San Francisco, they're going to put me in, you know, what, whatever spot they think I'll, I'll succeed in, which theoretically is good, but it doesn't help me as my own brand, as my own market. And I think that's kind of a, the, the fine line that each organization has to, to follow right now. It's tough. Nick, yeah, thanks. I, I mean, every time you hear um, what someone's fix is, or when they focus it, like this is the problem with the Giants. The reason I just said a minute ago they're in a tough spot, like none of these things are things that can be turned around by April. And I feel like things need to be different in April. It doesn't mean that anybody's demanding a World Series championship in their managers in his first year. But this is, unfortunately for the Giants, bigger than baseball. This now is about attendance. It's about branding. It's about status. And, um, and so the Giants are trying to address two things at once right now, which I've thought all offseason um, is a hell of a challenge. doesn't mean they can't do it. But it's like you got to find a way to show up in March with a roster and a vibe. The vibe to me is even more important. Yeah. It's got to be entertaining. It's an entertainment industry, and it hasn't been that entertaining at times. It's been whoa. And I don't know if Snell, Chapman, Bellinger, those guys, all three of them, I think Giants fans would be fired up for those three if you get yeah, all three. I think so. Yeah. It's a it, lot of money. Whatever. Yeah. No. Bellinger's probably a $200 million player right now. Right. Right. Would he be here? I would love to see Cody Bellinger in a Giants team. He's really figured some things out, and I think more from an approach standpoint and a lifestyle standpoint hmm. that he's hungry again, that, that he he's MVP Cody Bellinger. I don't know if $200 million would change yet, but I don't know, man. I just I, I want I, I think fans want to be entertained. I think if it was the platoon pinch hit opener feature guy and they won 90 games and got to the playoffs, Giants fans would be like, huh? They want to be entertained, man. They want to go watch guys play their butts off and run around and and, and play hard and play passionate. And Not that they didn't last year, but they, they just want to be entertained on a nightly basis with good, solid, fundamental baseball that, that's exciting. Like I, I, I keep going to the Diamondbacks. Like I love watching the Diamondbacks very play. Athletic. I love watching They're, them play baseball. Yeah, very athletic. Um, we're reacting to the fact that Yoshinobu Yamamoto has reportedly informed the Giants that they are out of the running. And the expectation right now is down to the Yankees and Dodgers, as much as that makes everybody throw up in their mouth a little bit. Um, it is certainly uh, yet another brick on, on the wall. You mentioned Bellinger, by the way. Does he want to play center field? Because that, jo- that job's taken now. I like I like him at first base. I do too. Does he? I don't care. I right. But I don't he, care where he wants but to he, play. But he does. I know. He's not coming. If I he think... does, it, like maybe maybe he wants to do that. It's less strenuous. Just want to hit. Yeah. He probably just wants to hit, and that probably would lengthen his career too. Just playing first base. I don't I know, man. I agree. We see tight. Right center field going to rob some of his stats. I'll tell you that. It too. just gets frustrating. Giants fans are getting turned down. That's the way they feel. It's not. It's not about who anymore. It's just about you feel like you're getting rejected. 
You keep getting rejected. Yep. You go up to the hot chick, you ask her to dance, and she says no every single time. And that's getting old for Giants fans. It really is. No, there's no doubt that this is an inferiority complex run amok right now. And I'm not saying it's not warranted. Um, Nick and Sunnyvale. Hey, Nick, what's going on? Hey, what's up, guys? What's cooking? Hey. Uh, not too much. I got just a couple of statements, maybe, that could uh, shine some light on the situation you guys are talking about. Do it. Uh, so, <laughs> Shohei Otani, put yourself in his shoes. If you're already living in Anaheim, uh, you don't have to move. You don't have to do anything. You can stay in your peaceful spot without any worries, this or that, and still make. Yep. Yeah. I like. I. I this is the thing about Otani, and uh, that's been that's been considered a potential thing all along. I think he really likes Southern California. Um, I do think he's built a little bit different, right? You know, I, I don't even think, and he's not married, right? I think he just he he digs the beach. And, uh, and the Dodgers are obviously uh, a very easy transition for him. I do wonder, we're talking Otani, Bryce Harper, Cody Ballinger. Um, is the ballpark a problem? Ballpark feels like a problem, which I hate because it's just an absolute gem. It's an absolute gem, but it's got one little avenue of a problem. That's cold? No. Left-handed power hitters don't want to come. They don't I mean, come. The all-time home run leader played there and didn't have a problem with it. He did not. Let's be real. And he, I heard that the ball he, is carrying now more, and that the, the it, numbers are better with the archways, like with a screen on them. There's no doubt. They led the National League in home runs two years ago, so it's not like you can't hit the ball out of there. Uh, Barry's a different player, and um, <laughs> whether, whether whether it's because he had help <laughs> or just because he's Barry. Like, I'm not, right, even if you're a left-handed power hitter, unless you're Shohei, you're not like, well, Barry can do it, so so can I. No, you're not Barry. I mean, let's be real. Is the ballpark causing a problem for some free agent players? I think it is. I just think, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I can't argue with that at all. If you're a home run hitter. There's lots of room for base hits and doubles, but you don't get paid for that, so guys want to go somewhere where they're going to hit jacks, especially if you, you're a guy with power. That's why you got to trade for guys. You don't have any say in it. Seriously. Sorry, trade for guys. And you got to get rid of some of your young guys and figure out a way. Now, I don't know. I, 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 I love the ballpark. I think it's one of the best ones in baseball, but I'm not a power, I was not a power hitter, so I didn't, you know. I, do, I, do, I can't stand the cold, like playing the cold. I love the climate here for... You know, being a fifty-seven-year-old man, but like, as far as playing in cold weather, that that part was tough. I, well, I was at Candlestick, and the first month I was oh, telling God. the guys like, "How do we do this?" And they're just like, "Take more greenies." I'm like, "Okay, I'll take some more greenies." Yeah. And then layer up how I'm supposed to layer up, and so you drink your coffee, you go out there, and it's seventy-five and sunny where you're playing every single day. But like that was that was hard. Like I I wanted to play for the Giants my whole life, and I got the Candlestick, and I'm like, "What did I sign up for?" Like this is like ridiculous. Like my eyes are tearing up because the wind is blowing in my face on a 3-2 pitch with the bases loaded. I'm supposed to get a base hit right now? Dude, it was And crazy. guys would get the second base and say, how the hell do you do this? <laughs> and it was a home field advantage. It was. Yeah. But like as far as like free agents now, these players are smarter. They do their homework now. They have these agents that do all this, the, the, the numbers and, and the families. And, and there's just so much that goes into 
it right now. I just, I'm pretty biased, obviously. Like, I grew up a Giants fan, play for the Giants, broadcast for the Giants. I'm orange and black all the way, and I I can't see it any other way. Like, why wouldn't you want to play here? Like, yeah. why wouldn't you? No, I, I get it, but I mean, I like, I've just heard a, a ton of whispers about weather, ballpark, all of that stuff with, with Shohei, and, and, and he can't be alone. To say homeless dudes aren't charging the field in the fourth <laughs> inning. Like, I mean, they're not yet. <laughs> they're not, not yet. selling fentanyl at the, at, the, at the hot dog stand. I've heard they're just as pissed at Farhan <laughs> as everybody else, so maybe they're coming. Uh, Glenn in uh, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Oh, uh, yeah. Glenn, what are you doing? Oh, I love you guys. You know what? I'm glad I've got uh, FB Santangelo back on uh, back on the YouTube on a finally Friday here. Check it out. You know, it's funny. I'm a, I've been a big FP Santangelo fan since way back in the Harrisburg days, and he said he wasn't much of a home run hitter. Well, I remember watching a game with my dad back. Jeez, uh, it's got to be around '97 or so. He'll he'll probably know better than I will. Uh, I saw him hit a blast in the 21-run game against Colorado. FB, you remember that game? I do, but I want your voice. Can I have your voice? Are you a broadcaster by any chance? No, but I've always wanted to work in radio, I'll tell you. Well, I mean, like even just <laughs> like mean, a play-by-play, play, man. Yeah. Jealous, jealous of you guys. I do. I, that was the game that I needed a triple for the cycle and didn't know, and I stopped at second on my last step. Yeah, you had four? I yeah. think you had four or five. It was my five one good game. Game. It, was a, it, was, it was the only good game I ever had. It was great. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, now that you got a new home address, I'm hoping you can come through for me. I got a bunch of your cards. I'd love to get them signed. Can I send them over to the station? Send them to my house. Come over. We'll have a party. Just you and I. Oh, I just I'd love to have your autograph. I've always wanted your autograph in my collection of uh, which is pretty modest. Sure, send a, them to the station. I'll sign them. I'll, I'll devalue all those cards for you. They'll be with two worth two cents. Can you love fit them. your last name on a baseball card? Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> I don't even do the letters. It's just like a little whoop-de-doop. I wish everybody got the visual of that. Yeah, Yeah, I kind of signed the same way. Uh, What else, Glenn? What did you want to say? No, my question for you guys. I've been listening to so many people talk about the whole, uh, you know, we should trade for this guy. Trade for this guy. Bring in this guy. Free agent. What is this team? What What do you feel this team's identity should? Do they have to tear it down? You guys talk about bringing in a guy, playing him at first base. Well, Geez, we've got Wade. We've got um, we've got players who can play first base. We got JD at third. Like every time I hear people talking about bringing in, uh, uh, you know, a new shortstop from San Diego, I'm like, well, what are we to do? Are we just going to dump the players we got and just start over? What What's the identity of this team going to turn out to be? Well, I think that's two different questions, but I'll answer the one I think you're trying to ask, uh, Glenn. Thanks. Uh, I already said it once tonight. I think trade winds are blowing. Because they have to be. My God, they've got like eight outfielders. And they're all major league guys. Like you can't, there's no way you're showing up next year. You now have Jung-Hoo Lee, everyday center fielder. So that leaves right field and left field. You've got Yaz. You've got Conforto. You've got Hanniger. You've got Slater. You've got Matos. They just acquired another guy from Cincinnati, even though he doesn't have a ton of major league experience. Uh, you've still got Elliot Ramos. You've got so much going on out there in the outfield. Um, it is way too many. So you're going to have to trade from excess. I think you're combining um, outfielders. Uh, players potentially like Wade and J.D. Davis, Joey Bart, and minor league pitching prospects, and you're going to see moves. That's my prediction. Well, let's see them. 
That's yeah. what Giants fans are saying. Let's yep. go. Let's I want to see. I want to see new guys here. I yeah. want to see some trades. There, there's guys, Mark, that I wouldn't have traded at the All Star or that I wouldn't have traded at the trade deadline last year. That when I got to see play a couple more months, I said, "Oh, okay, I'll, I, I would move him." I, you know, there were some guys that Give we were really names. But Casey Schmidt. I mean, like he's okay. he's great, um, and I think he has potential. But like that's a guy that I don't know. Matos is a guy that I wouldn't if I could package yep. something for that, that I I don't. I mean, there was. Um, I would say there. There was guys. Everybody's touchable. This untouchable thing. Everybody's on the table. Even Harrison. Even Patrick Bailey, Kyle Harrison. Not that you're going to trade them, but you have to be open to throwing them out there and see what you get, sure. and then pulling them back. Sure. I don't think you trade Patrick Bailey or Logan Webb. But like, if the package is crazy and you think it can make your team better for five years, and you have controllable guys that you're getting on the back end, I think any general manager or president of baseball ops would tell you that, like, yeah, everybody's tradable. Sure. Everybody, and if you if you if you hold certain guys back, then if this, this team says, "Well, I need this guy," and it's, oh, well, let's see, let's put him out there and see what you got back." So there's certain guys that I think were untouchable early on that that are definitely tradable now. But like like I said, everybody's tradable. I give you another name that for three years now, there's no way in hell you could have sold me on the idea of his future being in a different uniform, not a Giants uniform, but. Because of the state of the Giants, and because of how long it's taking him, I think Marco Luciano is absolutely on the table now. Sure. Luciano's on the table. And when I, I say Webb and Bailey, there's no way. But you still have to present them in a deal just to see if you can take sure. way more than you can get. I, and you, I, you never trade those guys. And I think Harrison's close. I, I And I, I know... Eh, I yeah. I mean, listen. I, I would. You got to be open to anything. I, I agree with you, but um, I'm not saying I wouldn't. It depends on who's coming back. But um, gosh, that would, I don't know. On, a, on on some sort of a level, that would just be a bummer. That'd be a bummer. The the one thing that you got to be careful of if 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 you're, if you're trying to appease the masses and save your job all at once versus making the organization better for the long haul. Yeah. No, Just because gotta, to get guys on the sports talk you know, radio quit like saying I suck and get the the listeners to say I suck and this is becoming too much and we got to make a deal to make a deal and if you start to fall into that anytime you listen to the fans and you make moves because of pressure from the fan base ownership's a different story like if ownership's telling you like we have to do this right I that's think they, different I think they are but if you start like feeling the noise and feeling the pressure and listening to sports talk and I'm not saying that's happening but that's happened before sure. Where you're feeling the pressure and you're driving in your car and you're like, holy crap, everybody hates me. I got to make a move. And then you're making moves to appease the fans. And what happens is it's like a band aid. You get them off of you for a couple minutes and then you're five games under 500 in June. And it's like, then you're right back to where you were and then you're not good for the long haul. That's one of the things that I actually am still comfortable about with regard to Farhan. I don't think that he's making moves because the fans no. are this, that, or the other. No. Um, that's where him, if he does, and I don't think he does, but the whole idea of, Oh, he thinks he's smarter than everyone else. Well, that's actually a good thing. Uh, because in terms of baseball, number one, he is. Um, at least when compared to the fans. I don't mean all the baseball people. But, yeah, the people who have the jobs tend to know more than all of us who are sitting out here eating hot dogs. So that's number one. But um, number two, I just don't think that's in his makeup. But you said it. I do think that a different directive has been put on his desk by ownership and I don't know that his comfort zone is being able to execute this particular directive. That's the concern I have right now. I think that's a legit concern. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I think the jury's out until you're shown otherwise, right? Back to it's not a try thing, it's a do thing. Totally. So you, your your opinion will change if he pulls off this tremendous trade and you get like these guys that you didn't expect to be in a Giants uniform and all of a sudden the team's playing well and it's not all pinch hit and matchups, even though there's probably oh. going to be a mix of the both. And and you see a change, and there's a change, and they win. And that, I mean, it's it, it, this is going to be a thing that's not going to happen overnight. Apparently, with Yamamoto, if you're just joining us, like it looks like he's going to be a Yankee. When you're talking about he's ruled out, maybe the Dodgers. He's supposed to go to the Rams game tonight. Now he's not going to the Rams game well, tonight. Well, I never know. Was that so, a rumor? He's supposed know. to go with Otani's there, right, Luke? Otani's at the game. Otani is there. Also, people are acting like he just got to L.A. I don't know if people know this. The Angels also play in L.A. He's been in L.A. for... Well, they sort of play in L.A. You know. Now he signs with the Dodgers and he goes to the Rams football game. Yeah. By the way, also this breaking, he's wearing a Saints jersey. Very odd. Uh, But... He wanted to do what most of the fans at SoFi do, so he wore a jersey for the opposing team. <laughs> Sorry. He was also Sorry, gifted a Rams jersey. <laughs> so true. Um, how about uh, Jose in Oakland? Hey, Jose, what's cooking, man? Hey, how are you guys? Uh, first of all, I wish you guys a uh, happy holidays, because uh, most likely I won't be calling before that. Um, quick question, guys. Uh, let's be honest. How long of a leash do you guys think the partner has? Because, I mean, just the fact that we are talking about any player in the farm system other than maybe uh, Bailey, who is already in the mayors, and, and, and Harrison, uh, who else do we have? I mean, at this point, we should have, a, you know, quite a few players in the farm system that we should be saying, no, there's no way we're trading these people. But either they're not producing or they're getting too old, which tells me the firehand doesn't know what the heck they're doing. Okay? Obviously, you know, he knows more than fans. But the guy, I, I mean, do you really, the fact that he hasn't pulled a big trade is because nobody wants his players. I mean, the guy has a reputation. And honestly, this thing kind of reminds me of the time when the Niners got rid of um, Harbaugh and got stuck with Barkey. Uh, I mean, of course, we're not going to compare, uh, uh, <laughs> what was the name of this guy, uh, the head coach, the, the manager that was let go. Uh, Gabe? Tom Sula. Oh, you're talking. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gabe Kapler. Kapler. He's not, <laughs> he doesn't compare to. Uh, you know, to harbor, but my point being, uh, as long as Farhan is there, nothing's going to change. I, I mean, it's like they're just moving chairs from one side to the other one, trying to make it look different. And if the offseason is going to comprise of just the Korean uh, guy that they got and, and this other guy, I don't even know what he, position he plays, the one they tra- they are traded for. Well, I mean, Jose, uh, Jose, let me let, let, let me refute at least one thing that you said. And you again, I, I we're all well aware of of most Giants fans' feelings on Farhan Zaidi in this moment. But I agree with something you just said, FP. And number one, that is, boy, perceptions can change overnight. Y'all wanted to bench Clay Thompson a week and a half ago, and then he goes twenty four points, twenty six points, twenty eight points, twenty four points. You're like, okay, all right. Clay, I got your jersey. So uh, Farhan will switch this thing if the Giants go out and win next year. There's no question. You ask how long his leash is, longer than you want it to be. He just signed a contract extension. That doesn't matter. A very, no, I know, but it's but it's longer. He just signed this thing three months ago. doesn't matter. They're not firing him now. I'm just saying they just offered a guy $700 million. They would eat a contract if they want to move in a different direction. Fair, fair. Um, but, but, but this idea, nobody wants his players. Do you buy that? I think the Giants have arms on the farm that people want. Absolutely. 
I mean, whether it's Beck, whether it's Wins, whether it's Wizenhunt, Wizenhunt, whether Harrison? it's Harrison, yes, whether it's Doval, um, Reggie Crawford, Doval's another untouchable, by the way. Oh, <laughs> Even he, though he was on fumes at the end yeah, of the season, but yeah, uh, no. I, I, yeah, that's I forgot. I left him out of my Doval, yeah. air quote untouchables. Even though everyone's touchable, who, that, who, who that sounds they? weird. Doval, Webb. They're all touchable. No, I know, but the ones where you're like, you, you, Dovall, Webb, Bailey, where you're like, yes. you put them out there and then that, you pull yeah, them back. Yeah, unless I can just pillage your system. And, and, it, I'm, and the, it, the return's insane. Then you go to ownership there? and they, they turn white because you're like, oh my gosh, they're pale because you're like, but we're going to trade them. I've heard of stories. I've heard of a, a Harper trade that was on the deal back in the day on the table. And it, an amazing deal that was proposed to ownership, and they they pulled it back. They're like, no, we don't mm. like the public perception of it. Well, yeah, of course, you're right. I mean, that's a thing. Like, it has to be. I mean, you're right. A president of baseball ops cannot think this way. Ownership, I think it's an entertainment industry. It is. And that's what I'm worried about, because the Giants... Farhan's trying to win. My ownership's trying to fill the ballpark. These are two very different things sometimes. Do both. Yes. Do both. And yes, they're connected. But Angels have had Mike Trout and Shohei Otani for years and ain't done crap. When, when was the ballpark the most lively this year? It was when the kids got called up and it was Casey Schmidt and Patrick Bailey. And yes. they, were, they were balling out and all of a sudden there were sellouts. There was a different atmosphere. The energy I was there every night was different. And all of a sudden, you're thinking, here we come. And then things got weird. And there was a lot of card playing. No, Schmidt, Schmidt, for three weeks, that was the deal. That was right? the, that was and the deal. And you were getting like this vibe like the old days. Mm-hmm. So I, in that regard, I'm holding on to that, that little stretch of the season where if, if they did that, that maybe you don't need a superstar. Maybe you just need a, um, a damn good baseball team that's going to compete and fight and crap, scrap and claw or crap and claw either <laughs> night. I mean, you got to do that as a player. You just can't do it on the field. But either way, like you get a team that's out there and they're fighting every night and they're an entertaining product and if we can get behind it like we did those three weeks when Casey Schmidt got called up. Like that's that's what got, fans are looking for. That I think. More than a free agent because one free agent mark isn't going to. No, it's, it's like throwing a rock in the ocean. Of course you're right. None of the people in 2009, when they came up, not 2010, they weren't stars when they got here. Like, yeah, a homegrown star is way better than a purchased one. Way better. I agree. And and the MVP of the NFL this year, this time last year, we're like, who the hell is that? Who that? And then he came in on one good game. We're like, yeah, right. Now he's probably going to be the MVP of the league. That's wild, man. And he's a star, and people that's are buying jerseys. Wild. Right? So this can – that's sort of always the way I look at it. I know people people get bugged because there's too much like, well, let's see how it plays out. But, like, dude, sports changes every 10 days. Every 10 days. Three weeks ago, you all thought I was an idiot for what I said about the Eagles. I said it's a paper tiger. They're about to lose to the Niners and Cowboys, and you're going to see. And you yelled at me. <laughs> and look at sports now. Now the Eagles are like, eh, I don't even know if they're going to make the second round. They don't even know if they're going to make the second round. Totally. Kelsey's doubting them right now. What, they don't know what went wrong. It's the best. Sports <laughs> is the best, man. It, I love it. Because you just don't know that. Well, that's just fanatic. It's, I mean, that's, that's where you get fan. Totally. And we overreact to everything, me included. Um, well, you have to overreact, or else you're not really doing it. 
I, I, it, right? I mean, Joe and Los Banos. Hey, Joe, what are you doing? You're on with uh, Willard and FP. Hey, guys. Um, I wanted to ask you about two things. Uh, the first one is, I don't know how important you guys think it would be, but I think getting Imanaga would be a, a, an absolute must. I think the Giants need to gain a foothold in Japan somehow. Because you see all these players going to teams like Boston, New York, and L.A. I think they need to get him in there at least for, you know, to have someone that put, can play there and go back and say, yeah, this place isn't as bad as, you know, people make it out to be. Okay. And the second one I wanted to bring up is if they're going to trade guys like Harrison and Luciano, which I'm way more open to because I've always been one of the guys like, hold on to these guys. I have no problem trading them at this point because I'm just kind of fed up with it. But it's got to be for someone like a Brian Reynolds or an Arena, someone that has like three or four years of control. Because even if these guys do become studs on another team, you've got, you know, a for sure thing. Like To me, Brian Reynolds would be the way to go. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? Yeah, Joe, thanks. I mean, I yeah, I agree with what FP's been saying, which is that every single buddy uh, is uh, is on the table um, in a situation like this. Um, the other thing he brought up, he said Imanaga. So this is another pitcher coming over from Japan. Um, a lot of our listeners would not know uh, who this is. Shoda Imanaga. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Shota Imanaga is another one coming over. He's another left-handed pitcher, just like Yamamoto. Uh, career ERA, 296, and is 29 years old. So, still in the wheelhouse, not going to be nearly as expensive. There's going to be a total yawn piece of news to Giants fans if it came down. But could it become a thing? Sure. Absolutely. Like, he's a good this is a good pitcher, seventy-four and fifty-five with a two-nine-six in his eight seasons in Japan. Twenty-nine years old, so it's never been anyone or bust. It's never been Otani or bust. It's never been Yamamoto or bust. Um, but we're starting to head down the road of the signings that you can get are not going to be those like wow signings. And I don't know. Maybe that ends up being a uh, a good thing. I still think there's plenty out there that can make the Giants better, but that whole directive from ownership of go get everyone's attention, ah, you're, you're running out of players to do that with. Yeah, and it's just going to have to be a combination of players, and then the team's going to have to perform. I mean, I, you're not, yeah. Trevor Bauer looks like he's going to be a Met, and then it looks like me. Yamamoto's getting 9 and 325 is a rumor with the Yankees. 9 and 325. That's crazy. Um, wait, say this again. What are you looking at now? I'm just looking at the Twitter, and who knows if it's true. Wait, but no, read it. What are, what are you? Wait, what are you I I'm just changed pages. Yeah, what are you seeing? It, it's, it says uh, the, the Mets and Trevor Bauer have an agreement, and Yamamoto and the Yankees. The rumors nine and three twenty five. Um, Why nine and not ten? That doesn't make sense. Trevor Bauer's going to the Mets. It's, let me see. Let me confirm. Who, who tweeted this? I don't know. <laughs> And where are you seeing this nine and three twenty five? Do you Dude, have don't different let the Twitter? facts get in the way of a good point? Do you Damn have it. different Twitter than me? Is this MLB? Trade are you on again? X? Yeah, it might be MLB trade rumors. Maybe again. you're on X to see. Um, no, I didn't no, see. Any yeah, that's okay. Okay, it's a hoax. I bite on I bite on tweets all the time because <laughs> I can't tell I can't tell the fake ones. Well, from now the with, with, with no blue check, now it says Indians. Maybe the <laughs> Trevor Bauer it. and Mets have a deal. Tweet came from the Twitter account at. Mets Batflip one. Sassy, that's legit. Oh, dude. no, I like that. Get off yeah, me. Man, that's so good. legit. Trevor B- <laughs> It has one retweet and seven likes. Yeah. You no, the one I saw had like a 200 and something. That's can why you, I love it. Can you imagine if you were like, uh, the Mets are a fun See, I team. just went John Morosi. Well, but the, the Mets are a fun one to put put out there for
for Giants fans because Giants fans are like, wait a minute, you told us Otani and we got Jung Hoo Lee. The Mets became the highest priced team in the history of ever, and they were even worse than the Giants See? last year. See, that's my point. And you're going to tell me last week you told Mets fans, hey, Yamamoto is at Steve Cohen's house. Six days later, we got Trevor Bauer. Uh, oh my God. <laughs> Mets, Mets fans are used New, to being disappointed. New York would would explode. They're my favorite fan base because yeah, because they're just so beat up over the years, well, and they're yes. like you know the Yankees are on the other side of town, and they always expect the worst. The worst always happens, and they're just so jaded. When you're in that ballpark and they're actually playing well, it's a euphoria like you've never seen at any ballpark in any sport ever when they're winning because well, they're so used to the worst things always happening. And if Trevor Bauer returns to Major League Baseball, don't you think we would know about it? He will make sure everyone. Oh God! Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we know yes. who's going to break yeah. that news. It's Trevor <laughs> or Rachel Luba, uh, his agent. You want to talk about uh, like total euphoria yes, amongst does. fans? Do I you know, do you know how much I like you? We've only been talking for four hours. Do you know how much I like you? I don't know. I like you. Do you know that I kept talking to you through a Puka Nakua touchdown? Did you really? I'm not even That's watching. how much I like you. Dude, you could good job. I should have done a lap around the building. Well, Puka Nakua is my favorite. But I sat here yeah. and talked to you instead. So you're doing well. Well, we're off to a good start. Oh, I see it right here. Yeah, Puka Nakua. Uh, LA Rams won on Twitter? <laughs> it says Puka Nakua and Trevor Bauer just signed with the Rams. <laughs> I see that. I see that right here on Twitter. Oh god! I got that too. Yeah. Hey, I got facts, dude. I got facts all day. I love Giants fans. It took. Did you? Did we count? I think it took forty-two minutes what? after Yamamoto <laughs> and somebody called and went. We need Shoda Imanaga. Dude, you said that. People I don't know who like, that is. What did you just say to who me? Who are you? But the funny thing is also. There's also somebody who's mixing a Manhattan on the rocks right oh, now because where? we didn't get Yamamoto. You didn't know who Yamamoto was six weeks ago. These guys, just like Darko Milicek, it's just a name that somebody's telling you from overseas, no, 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 they're going to be really good. I mean, I do think the guy's going to be really good. Giants just want to dance with someone, and they it's, keep getting turned down. Oh, they keep asking people to dance, and they're like, no. <laughs> they keep asking about a date. They're swiping right on everybody right totally. now. Farhan's down in the corner, third and king, swiping right on everybody, just hoping somebody connects. The Giants got a bug in their nose, and they don't know. Swipe like right going, on everybody. They're going to everybody. And then, like, hey, I got a bug hanging out. You got to go <laughs> clean it up. Jeez, what a mess. All right, we're sponsored by the Golden State Warriors. 888 957 957 is the number, and uh, we still got time for your calls. FP's in for dibs. We're not done yet on uh, Willard and Dibs. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Now, back to Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. Okay. Sorry, YouTube. What is this? We're playing a Jung-Hoo Lee fight song? That slaps, dude. It's the cheer song. Dude, they're gonna play that this year when he walks up. I'm cheering right now. This is great. This is outstanding. And yes, the Giants should lean into any good things that are happening. So wait a minute. This was played by his team in Korea. Every Korean baseball player, player in the KBO, has a cheer song when they are walking up to the plate. The entire stadium chants and sings their song. With so them. instead of a walk-up song, and wait a minute, they're is called that cheer for real? Every player? That's right. There's no way that all the fans memorize 25 different songs. It's it's a sight to behold. For and real? Here. Yep. I mean, this guy was the best player in the KBO. So I get it that he has a song. But you, you're, you're telling me, you're telling me, okay, now see. Here, can we do a... A joke just went into my head that I feel really mean that it even came into my head. Don't say it. Well, now you have to. No, don't say I it. I get nicer. We're just talking to each other for the first time. Like, I was going to say, like, the F.P. Santangelo of the KBO. <laughs> You're telling me that the, that the fans memorize a song? You didn't have to do that. I didn't, but That's then you fine. told me I did. That's fine. I like it. No, but right? Like, the, the backups, the guys that play once or twice a week, the pinch hitters, Austin Slater's got a song. It would be like, F.P. who? F.P. who? Yeah. There Let's go. go, bro. Play that See again. It? Maybe. I want to be Rennell. Now batting. Yeah, man. I love it. That's part right here. See the action figures. The guys in the other room, you guys have now heard this probably five times because you played it three times before we came on the air. Better every time. You're still dancing and pumping your fist. Keeps getting better. How do we not play that at Oracle Park this year? Have to. Have to. Even when he goes out on defense. Yeah. Just play it in center field. Ball four, play it again. (laughs) As he's jogging to first. Hits into a double play, play it. He's got a little swag. He does. He's got he's, some swag. He's got a little Bryce Harper in his setup where he has the tap, and then in his home run trot, he's got a lot of Bryce Harper where he hits the helmet around first. Okay. And then he kind of points out to the bullpen. Watch his trot. Well, he's got you, a bitch in home run trot. You saw the one where he threw the bat and started screaming at his dugout. I like that. I love that. We need that. Oh, my gosh. Do the Giants need that? Yes. He is somebody pers- to yell. <laughs> like he, he dominated I mean, the press conference. He could, he could not have done better. Do you know how hard that is? Have you tried to order food 
in a foreign restaurant oh, in their God. language? Like at a restaurant. He did his press conference and he had a statement in English that he absolutely crushed. I could not have been more impressed. And then his the sense dude. of humor, like my dad didn't help me in baseball and his dad's like a legend. Oh my gosh. The sarcasm. It was Grandson amazing. Grandson of the wind. Yes. So perfect. No, I. You, you can always tell. You go to the people in your life who love sports, but they're not like, you know, like us, where they're just like knee deep in this every day. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Christy, like a couple days, my girl, she's like, oh my gosh, I saw the Jung-Hoo Lee thing. He is adorable. He's adorable. And I'm like, see, there you go. That's what you need. You need to grab people who aren't like, you know, she's not grinding on who the Giants are going to sign this offseason. Those kinds of fans are like, wake me when you do. I'm not following this. Just do it and tell me about it later. And he, you're right. He got people. He, he crushed last weekend. Five minutes. Within five minutes, he was the most popular giant in that press conference. He was. What does that say about I, the Well, the I don't giants? know. I think that, yeah. Anyways, he was. Right. <laughs> it, it, I mean, besides Logan and Patrick Bailey. I mean. But like his demeanor, his personality. But now, Mark, he's got a hit. Like He can't know, 180 and I then know, be, they can't play that song and then yeah. we're like, he's cute. <laughs> he gets cuter as his average goes up. Right. And as the Giants win, he's going to be the hottest player in the league. If he, yeah, yeah. anybody put the hat on, and he said yeah. handsome. That was great. Um, like he just he owned it. Totally, totally. He'd do something with Doval. Let's get his entrance. Like the guy has no heartbeat. I love him for it. I think it helps him be a good closer. But what the Mets did with Diaz, good lord, that was cool. So cool. Timmy trumpet. I mean, it's like, I mean, you're just dying for there to be a close game. You don't even want the Mets to blow people out. So as a fan, you can see, like, I want to see Diaz come in the game. And here comes Doval, and it's like... Is he ever going to get to the mound? Is he awake? Is he going to come to... Can we get him a... a, a, I don't know. It's the weirdest athlete I've ever seen. He looks asleep, and he throws at 101 miles an hour. Dude, half of the half of Trevor Hoffman's thing when he came into Hell's Bells and yeah. the, the towels and fifty thousand at Qualcomm or, Pe- or whatever it was back mm-hmm. in the day, he come in. That was part of the trap. Like you'd be on deck and he'd come in. It was Hell's Bells and you'd be getting fired up and like I'm leading this thing off. I'm gonna get on the first pitch fastball. It's like Hell's Bells and he had every warm up pitch to every lyric and like balls in coming down. Throw it to second base and you're leading off the inning. You're jacked and he just drops a change up on you <laughs> that never gets there and you swing at it. It's in front of the dirt. It's in front of the plate in the dirt and you're just like, damn it, I fell for I it again. It. <laughs> he got me amped up to throw me an 80 mile an hour change up that I was nowhere near. Oh, it's uh, so good. You wuss, throw me a fast. Ball, dude, you can't get me all amped up with Hell's Bells right? and ACDC and then drop a change up on me. It sucked. Uh, he was so good. It's a good. Oh, he was so good. So good. Yeah. Best pitch I ever saw. Everyone's like, "Well, who's the best pitcher?" I'll say, "Well, like Maddox and and Randy Johnson were tough, but like Hoffman's change up, I don't put back of his hand through as fast as his arms. He was ridiculous. Just poof." Poof. Poof. And never got there. A little fade at the end. Yeah. He I was mean, that's dirty. A, like like look at the, you know you look around. And I've I've tried to sort of like, I don't know, explain this in different ways this year. But like everything that we watch on some level is storytelling. You know what I mean? Like if you, I think every sports fan asks themselves every now and again, like, why do I care so much? Like, why? Why are we like, oh my God, I'm going to, and I did. In 2010, I cried. I cried. I did too on air. It's 35-year-old man. I did the post-game show after Kipe and Crook and the rap was over. And, cried. 
Apparently there was like eight million listeners, yeah. and I was I was sobbing on air, like right. trying to get through my open. Yeah, yeah. Across, like why, why? And it, you know, because like because we grew up here, and this is this is in our it, it's in our blood, but it's also because we're following a story. Like the Brock Purdy thing is it's a you know it's a story, like it's an unbelievable story, and so. You don't even have to have this like crazy personality or anything. You just have to have you have to have some surroundings that you can explain to the fans. And I think that's what the Jung Hoo Lee thing, well, that's why last week was so great, is because, you know, yeah, he brings up his dad and then we get his dog and grandson of the wind and the whatever. Like there's a story there. The Giants have so many players. What's Camilla Duvall's story? Baseball doesn't do a good job in general in marketing their players. Right. I've said this for years. Football and basketball do an amazing job. You, we, we want to know about these guys. You want to know about what makes them tick. Human interest stories are what fans fall for. And what we really get mad as fans, what really pisses us off more than anything, is when we feel like we care more than the players. Yes. So we're bummed after a game. We're throwing our remote control at the TV. We're pissed. And you see some guy smiling. They just lost, and you're like, "Wait a minute, that that's what gets us going, man. That's oh, what totally. gets me going." It's totally. Like, wait, why? I care more than they do right now. Like, that's BS. The biggest losses of 2023 in in, in Bay Area sports. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo is smiling in Philadelphia while Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson are both in the medical tent. Yeah. Even though he wasn't even active on the uh, on the roster, and uh, Draymond hugging LeBron James after losing to the Lakers, and it drives people nuts. And I'm always like, like that stuff. I don't know. That that doesn't bother me. Like, yeah, they're they're friends. What are you gonna do? Flip him off on the way out the door? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. You go say, be yeah. Like, like, congrats, dude. And then punch him. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too soon. Kick him into Jimmy. <laughs> uh, but you know, like, but it bothers. You're right. It bothers people it does. because that's what it, it it makes them feel like that. You're not you're not as upset about this as I am. And I don't like that. Dude, it used to bother me as a player when players were hugging before the game and stuff. I used to say no love making on the field. I used to scream as loud as I could. No love making on the field. If you like them that much, take them to dinner. I hate that. Now it's when everybody runs sprints behind second, they're all hugging and Normalcy. smiling and laughing. I, I don't know. I, I like my rivalries and I like my sports like dirty and you hate the guy and I want to beat you at all costs. And if you're out there like laughing and yucking it up, yeah, there's it's cool to see like your favorite player having fun playing. But with the other team, I'm just I'm so old school that I just want I want my Dodgers and Giants to hate each other. Yeah. I want every rivalry in sports just to. I want the 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 Lakers and the Warriors and it, even Sacramento now hate them. I, I don't like the whole lovey dovey sports. Yeah, I don't. Um, that's the way it is. So I'm sounding super old right now. Like get off my lawn. No. But that's the way it is. Um, we're really glad you're here, bud. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah. What a blast. I'm, and, I'm honored to be with you today. It's and, been wonderful. And you need to go to bed uh, because you are going to be back on these airwaves in 12 hours. Is that correct? Yes. All right. FP's going to be in with Bonte tomorrow. Um, great, great stuff. Really fun to have FP Santangelo here as part of the family at, uh, at 95.7 The Game. Hey, we're one day closer to the holidays, everybody. Keep doing it. You're going to get there. It's going to be okay. What's coming up in the game is brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. And it's Warriors Roundtable. Full hour of Warriors talk is coming up with the voice of the Warriors, Tim Roy, Gary St. Jean, 
alongside as well. And that is coming up next. For FP, for Grandy, for Lucas, I'm Mark. Shoot your shot. It's all you got. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 